leave me a designated driver for this. I just might call up Uber for this, cause she's still a patron. Got it going on. Always right, yo, she ain't never wrong. My heart needs those, yeah, my EV on. Back to back shots to the early morning. Tequila and lime juice, now I'm gone. Eyes a kite in a no fly zone.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the new soul. Cypher, you are in the middle of 30 minutes of music. I go by the name T. Mitch. I'm blessed to be one of the co-hosts on this great show, filling in for MJ, who is recuperating from Tennessee uh, Drive out in Brooklyn at the Barclay Center. I hear Martin had people laughing in stitches to the point that their stomachs hurt, and she's suffering with nausea from it. Uh, but I'm taking over. You know, I have some experience playing the music before the show, so uh, I'm going to take my hand at it. Uh, that was uh, Can You Feel It by Jungle Eve, our sister from uh, London. We had a great um, chat with her a few months back. Looking forward to getting her back on the show before that. Love Drunk featuring Greg Knight from the Son of Soul, Al Chauncey. All the nice and smooth fans with Happy to know the nice and smooth out on tour, celebrating 30 years in hip-hop. I do believe that Al is uh, showing up to a few of the shows on, the, on stage with Greg Knight, so they shout out to Al. And nice and smooth for that. And we opened the show with Jay and Beyonce from a good friend of ours, Intellect. Uh, if any artists out there looking to get their music played on a platform, just uh, reach out to us on Twitter at uh, New Soul. Cypher, shoot us an email at newsholecypher at gmail.com. We're going to get back into the music. I don't want MJ to feel like I'm trying to take her. Thing. And uh, we're going to play a song from one of our favorite artists, The L, her new single of her project, Soul Art Music. It's called Halo, New Soul Cypher.
and um, you know she has one with her mom, and everybody gets that out. But from there, as well, we have one with her back. Caddy has one on her life. It's true love. You know, so it is not the new Rosa. It's the new little cipher. We'll be right back. Baby, check it out. You got me mesmerized. With your brown eyes and your beautiful smile. Street poetry is my everyday. But every step you take, I hope you pass my way. Baby, in another time, I'll give you a try. But if you do trouble, man, you might pass me by. Like I'm brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, or Haitian What about Ghanis, you know, far from basic Brooklyn girls, you know, we keep it fresh and real I'm a pretty little something on the New York street But this is how I represent over this here beat Yeah, you took me out But Texas on your mind for the whole damn route Your mind was in a frenzy in a horny state But I couldn't drop down cause you couldn't relate Don't you hear me calling? 
just trying to make it interesting, man. That's all. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? How was your week? I had a fantastic week. Did you? I absolutely did. It's just getting better and better. I can't complain. Can't share I, anything? Well, you know, I, I can't get into it yet. But, you know, I, I can say that I, I had a fantastic week. It seems to be getting better and better. So, Oh, you know what? I did go to the Atlantic City Comic Con over the weekend. Okay. And, and it was quite enjoyable. I, I like, you know, when I can be a nerd on the down low and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, be around my people and, and enjoy it. That's that's always fun. Cool. Cool. Glad to hear that. Nice little quick segue. Since we didn't have a show last week, let's very quickly um, say happy Mother's Day to all of the moms, the aunts, the the mother-in-laws, the stepmoms, the the caretakers, everyone who, every female that has played the mother role in any life. Um, happy Mother's Day to you all. Uh, that really wasn't the segue I was talking about, but I just wanted to mention it because we did have the show last week, but also because we didn't have the show last week and Q was talking about Comic-Con, he took a couple of, he took a picture with a character that we were introduced <laughs> to in Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can go forward until we get your opinion on the movie as you are the resident comic book genius <laughs> on the, the show. The movie... The movie was fantastic. Um, best one I've seen so far in terms of superhero movies. Well done. Just a great movie. That's, that's, your, that's your Lee review? That's your Lee review? Hey, man, it gave you everything you wanted. It was a lot of action. Good from beginning to end, you know. I, I took a dine in theater just for fat guys like me and, and it was it was great, man. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and ask the tough questions. This is your chance for the first and only time to ever be um interviewed on the new Soul Saver. Uh oh. I'm 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 gonna stick to the, the movie. So for those that have not seen the movie, um spoiler alert. Um, with some of the questions, I'll, I'll really try my best not to give too much away, as I hope you do the same when he answers. Um, how do you feel about the direction they took away from the comic book? Well, you know, every movie does that, pretty much. But with them, they, they stick to the script more than anyone else, so you kind of deal with the little changes. So I thought it was great. I thought it was um, fantastic to have a black character that was um, great and, and you know, an alpha. So big ups to them for doing that. This was the blackest Marvel movie to date. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I you, just, you know, think about it. I agree with you. Um, I actually thought that that was absolutely because no other character this was said to me, no other Marvel movie introduced a character the way that Black Panther and Spider-Man were introduced, but definitely Black Panther. We've seen characters before. Normally they wait until like the, the pre-credit ending and the post-credit ending, but 
never before have they been just thrown right in and been so much involved. I thought that that was very, very, very great. I personally had an issue with the main deviation from the comic book. Again, I'm trying not to say it as a spoiler. Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. an issue with that because I was quite looking forward to that and the way that his cat I was for a lot of personal reasons um, as far as and I've mentioned this before it hurts me when a single person gets to play two different superheroes in the same universe so I've been looking forward to that mm-hmm. um, and then I feel that correct me if I'm wrong they, they played it out so well that if that ending had happened it would have been justified uh I don't think anyone would walk out of the theater. If, if anyone had walked out, if that had happened the way we know it to have happened, no one would have left the theater like, oh my God, that was a swerve. I didn't see that coming. Why would they do that? <laughs> oh no. You completely understand mm-hmm. why it was done. Yeah. But I do agree with you. I think overall it was a, a decent film. It did better than every other Marvel film that was only supposed to set up other films, which I think Captain America has just become that movie. It's only meant to set up other movies. It's not really about anything really relative to Captain America. It's only meant mm-hmm. to set up everything else that's supposed to follow, which, I don't know, I don't like Chris um, Pine, so I don't really care. But um, <laughs> I, I thought it was a, a really good, not the best Captain America movie, but I thought it was a really good movie. Wow, and you you always have the most interesting takes. Yeah, you know, because I I try to see things from more than just my own personal perspective. Like, I'll tell you one thing that hit me. Like, since I've been in law school and I took constitutional law this semester, I couldn't help but see the propaganda being displayed in the movie, which I'm pretty sure was the same propaganda at the time the comic book was created. Here we have Captain America, and he's... We have a, a, a legislation from the United Nations, so every country that's not America that wants to tell or wants to, you know, do something just, where it's not the one superpower just doing what they think is right. And here, the mm-hmm. symbol of America says, to hell with that, your best interest is in my hands. And it just felt like, like that's what the planet views American foreign policy as. We don't really care what you think is best for everyone. We're America. Hmm. And it probably made me hate him even more. But, you know, I think it, it played out really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a fan of the, the universe and, and everything. I'm a big fan. I'm just not a fan of Chris Pine or his portrayal of Captain America. Um, he makes it very easy to like. Tony Stark, even when he's being egotistical and narcissistic. Wow. A good movie. You, great movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's great with some chicken. So, it's great with some chicken. Oh, my oh my God. Last week, on the new Soul Cycle. See, when you get me laughing or I'm breathing something, I always revert back to the old tape of the show. The new Soul Cycle. Um, Elijah Bland. Was our guest uh, We played his single The one that we did The 30 minutes of music With today Great great interview Great talk with Elijah He has a lot going on If you missed that show Or that interview You can check that out At 
blogtalkradio.com slash the new soul cipher. Uh, just, yeah, real good talk, and I love how he, he tiptoed around what we were trying to get him to talk about in that single. <laughs> Great job, Elijah, but we heard you. We heard what you were saying. Great job, though. Um, what else is going on before we uh, talk about anything else? You got anything, you got anything else you want to get on your side? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. We gotta, well, we gotta hold some stuff. Gotta send some text messages, and you know, we have the producer's desk coming up at um, five about I'm about to say five o'clock. That was so wrong. The producer's desk at four fifty. Um, our song of the week comes from tonight's guest, Lydell Williams, and uh, "Groove Your Body." We're gonna get that around five o five, and then we're gonna have our chat with Lydell and catch up with him and talk about the music, you know, the album. And Q and I are going to figure out some other things to discuss because the great MJ is uh, here but not here. That's unusual. Yeah, so, you know, as the saying goes, when the cat's away, (laughs) we have to figure out how we're going to play. I hear that. <laughs> so, you don't got nothing else to talk about. That's weird. I was really expecting you to, like, have something up your sleeve that you were just, like, dying to get on and say. No, not at all. I'm I'm looking forward to our guest because I know that um, he's from Little Rock, Arkansas, and I'm, I'm just curious what there was to do in Little Rock, Arkansas. Vote for Bill Clinton. <laughs> That was a joke. I hope people get that joke, and that was not a political jab at all. I don't even know if I'm voting for president this year. Actually, you know what I'm gonna do, Quash? I've decided. You have to. I'm I'm gonna vote, but I know who I'm gonna vote for. Yeah, you have to vote. I'm voting for myself. I'm writing my name in. Bruh, stop playing because if Donald Trump gets in, half of us are gonna have to leave the country. So come on, man. I'm first off, I'm not going anywhere. I've been telling you this off air every time I talk. Every president that comes in has to spend at least their first two terms dealing with whatever was left behind by the last administration. So all these things that everybody's worried about, all the wall being built and these people not being allowed to come in and it's not that and all that it's probably not going to happen. And this is just this is just Donald we talked about this like a month ago. This is just Donald Trump she's pulling on the heartstrings of the fears and the xenophobia of this country. He is saying everything that is going to scare people into voting for him. It still does not mean that he's going to win. Hillary Clinton is the lesser of two evils. I like Bernie Sanders, I told you before. I just don't buy into the rhetoric. It's like the old Jay-Z line. It's like, I don't believe you. You need more people. I just can't get behind how the guy from Vermont is really going to get Wall Street to do all these things that he really makes sound as simple as just, I'm going to tell him to. So, I don't know. I'm going to write my name in, and we'll deal with it that way. <laughs> okay. Still exercising my right to vote. We'll, we'll argue about that later. 
We will. So let's get into some music. Uh, I believe our guest is waiting, or at least I'm being, I'm being cued that our guest uh, may be waiting on the line. So big shout out again to Lydell Williams. Then get back into some music. I really, really enjoyed this song. I really, really enjoyed this artist. So every time I get a chance to control the dashboard, I make sure to play this record. It is before it's too late. God bless you. That was disgusting. This is before it's too late. This is from Carissa, the violin diva. This is the new soul cipher. We will be right back.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before it's too late. Like I said, that's one of my favorite songs. Big shout out to the Violin Diva for that one. Uh, once again, we are back. It's a show hosted by, as he says, the Hour of Soul Gas. You man, I go by the name T Mitch, New Soul Cipher, and right now, you know, five about four fifty on every show on Sunday. Um, we we step back. You know, because we like to portray that we have control on the show, but the reality mm. is that um, we don't. And, you know, she kind of got wind that I said something about the cat being away, so she showed up. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, uh, it, it is time for the producer's desk. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, MJ. Hi, Pat. <laughs> Hey, MJ. <laughs> that sounds like you loathe my my name. You loathe hearing me. Like, is, is it that bad, here? No, not at all. I felt like that's a lie, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Would you talk to us? I have been listening to the show, so... I definitely did get wind of the cats away, but um, <laughs> but um, I had the pleasure of um going last night, which is this is the producer's desk. Um, I went to see Martin Lawrence live at Barclays last night, and although this is completely unmusic related, I think it was awesome. Really? I had amazing seats. Uh, shout out to my friend who got those tickets from their friend uh, that works at 103.5. But um, I was in the third row <laughs> so on the floor. So I had amazing seats. And um, after not hearing from Martin Lawrence in such a long time, it was great to see him. And he hasn't lost his touch. I have to say that. Um, unfortunately, I'm not in my um, my my usual pep because I got sick last night as well. But um, but yeah, big shout out to Martin Lawrence. The new post like they loved you. Um, I love you. It's just funny. He was hilarious. But yeah. Hmm. What is he? What is he talking about? Like, what is oh, like? Yeah. I know, I know he doesn't recycle jokes. So. Um. Well, if you 
I mean, teammates, you follow me on Snapchat, and uh, if you, um, if any of our listeners follow me on Snapchat, I don't know. I'll check that. But he just went through an array of things. Um, but I didn't get there for the first hour because I chose to drive to Brooklyn, and Brooklyn, you guys are nice. But I'm never driving out there again. The weather had me fooled, which is why I drove. But um, I missed the first hour because of traffic and parking. But the second hour was great. He talked about relationships. He talked about uh, things that I cannot say on air. Um, <laughs> uh, talked about the president. Just a couple of different things. And, you know, talked about family and such. But, um, yeah, it was awesome. Cool, cool. Hmm. Well, while we while we got you, because you sound like you're trying to get away, <laughs> there are some notes that I, there are some like posted notes that I stole from your desk because I wasn't <laughs> through the producer's desk, and I, I took some mm-hmm. of the notes that you had. That's probably why you don't have them with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get your opinion, and I wanted to get Q's opinion on. Views from the six. So Drake's album was released, <laughs> and I'm asking for a number of reasons. One, you guys know how I feel about Aubrey. Two, I want to know because the album sold more than a million records, copies, whatever the correct word is nowadays. It sold over a million in, in its first week, but it also has been streamed. I think it said over 250 million times. Hmm. My question for what what we can discuss, I really just want to like, like one, how do we feel about the million in the week? And then with the change in music where they're streaming it from Tidal or Spotify, things of that nature, like does that make this a, in your mind, is is this album going to always stand out? Do you care more about Drake now? Like I just want, I just want your opinions. Um, well, Q, do you want to go first? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I am, I'm not a diehard Aubrey fan. (laughs) I'm not a diehard Drake fan. I do think that, um, it's a good thing, um, I like his. I, I did listen to the album. I listened to a few songs from the album, rather. So I didn't listen to it in to it in its entirety. Um, but um, I think it's great that it sold a million in a week. I mean, every artist wants that feeling of selling out. You know, lots of um, albums within the first week of it being out. Um, but yeah, I I, I mean. I don't know. He's he's all right. I guess he's all right. Like I said, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. Okay, because I I you know luckily for me things like this I usually get a pass with y'all on, but I'm not even gonna make an excuse. It could be the age. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know who (laughs) Aubrey is, and I am extremely confused. And it gave me a small (laughs) nosebleed. So let's address each of those elements one at a time. First off, um, Aubrey is the name on the birth certificate of the man that the world knows as Drake. 
Oh, who? Wow. So I don't refer to him by his, his rap name since I'm not a big fan. I refer to him as Aubrey. <laughs> That's who he is to me. <laughs> Views from the Six is the, the title of the album because he refers to Toronto as the Six. So, oh, so the, the album is called Views from the Six, even though some people think it's just called Views. And that, so now we're talking about that album and the fact that the album sold a million records in its first week and it's been streamed 250 million times. Music is, is going through this weird place now where records are not selling or, you know, labels aren't paying artists and, you know, the, the economic side of music is taking a hit. But this album is, is, is pretty successful. And we have to really think about it all for all three of us. The last album. It was publicized heavily that an album sold a million records in its first week was the Carnage Book. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that was right. that was a while ago. Hmm. So that's the question. So one, do you even care that Drake has put out an album that has been heavily received like me? Or uh, for me, no. <laughs> and had you not mentioned it, I wouldn't have known. I just know that he's the guy that grew a beard and is at the Raptors games cheering. I, I don't, I don't really know much about him. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm more interested in the fact that he's a horrible fan than I, than I am that his album just came out. He is a horrible yeah. fan. He should be banned courtside. <laughs> But you know we got to talk about music. So we do, I, which is know, um, and and you know what? I was just gonna say, have you seen any of these commercials for the Billboard Music Awards? I was um, thinking that maybe they should call them the White People Awards because uh-huh. the commercials have only showed colorless individuals. But if I'm not mistaken. Aren't there two colored individuals hosting? If there are, they are not pictured in the promo commercials. So Ludacris and Sierra don't get shown in the commercial. Well, Ludacris, uh, oh, but no, I haven't right. seen them in the commercials. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, MJ, we got to talk about that now. One, obviously, I'm sure the billboard would be something we talked heavily on the show about when we get you know, after the air, we're going to talk about it. I just got it because I know there's a song that, that you enjoy as well. First, the Jonas Brothers are from New Jersey, so I, I don't care about <laughs> anything. If they're there, I'm supporting. I want some cake by the ocean. I think DNCE is dope. You're and I think me. Nick Jonas. I think Nick Jonas is what the the powers that be were trying to get right when they put Justin Timberlake in song saying somebody believe in that. Oh God. He is just the right mixture of blue eyed soul that is not offensive to black people. Oh god. And he doesn't have, and he doesn't have to pop lock to a Timberland beat to be successful. <laughs> but MJ as far as the Billboard Awards, and this sounds like this is going to be the first shot fired from the new Soul Cipher, and it's going to be Billboard So White as the hashtag. What do you think about what you just said? Wow. Billboard So White. Oh, man. 
Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Please excuse me. This is going against me right now. I'm sick, and that caught me off guard. I just wasn't <laughs> expecting it. I just wasn't ready for that. But um, the billboards will definitely be something that MJ is going to scrutinize when once it comes on. So um, it is going to be heavily discussed. Um, I do agree with you, though. Like any other music award, you see the host of the show. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't seen, to be honest, um, I didn't know that Luda and Ciara were hosting. So, mm. yeah. sorry, not sorry, but um. CT Mitch. Maybe I'm the only one of the three of us that actually does their research. Wow. Wow, was that? A- <laughs> oh man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And the billboard, I think. You know, you know my angry, my angry two, two cents on the Billboard Awards. I just, I don't get it. I don't. You know, there are a lot of award shows. I don't necessarily understand the purpose for them. I, I understand Grammys. You know, that that's the benchmark. I get that. I'm a little bit skewed on the BET Awards, but I understand why we have the BET Awards. If we have the BET Awards, then I don't understand why we have the Hip Hop Awards, but whole nother conversation in and of itself. <laughs> the MTV Awards seems like this is an answer to the BET Awards, and that's a whole other big issue that I don't want to get into. But the American Music Awards, the Euro Music Awards, the, the, the This Music Awards, and why does Billboard get their own awards? I don't, I don't get it. I don't or, really understand it, but me neither. Um, I don't know. I was trying to find a positive thing. I was trying to like compliment sandwich that. It doesn't. I can't find another slice of bread. I don't get it. Uh, the music for the commercial is very well done. You know what that song is for the music for the commercial? That's DNZ. That's Cake by the Ocean. Great song. Yeah. Oh God. If you have not heard that song, you should go spend four great minutes listening to a very, very, very catchy, listener-friendly song. It was too easy to make a comment there, so I I don't want you to. So glad that you did. I kind of want to hear what it was. (laughs) I'll text it to you, MJ. Okay, thank you. Yeah, do that off air. So MJ, we, we we hope you feel better. Slightly. Because I don't I don't like having to do the producer that is so much better when you're 120 <laughs> percent. I will be 120 percent next week. God willing. All right. Glad to hear it. So you go ahead. Um. Go get your ginger ale, get your orange juice, lay down, um, you know, hang up the phone. Like, just really relax. No, 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 no. See, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to mute myself. And um, I'm just going to stick around to see if you guys say anything that needs some. 
some attention <laughs> that I can help Now, you, you, you know we're getting ready to bring Lydell on. We're going to talk with Lydell about his music. We're going to talk with Lydell about his dream and his journey. He is not going to say anything crazy, and we are not going to say anything crazy about him, his music, or his dream. We might talk about other people that aren't as talented as him that have had a bigger platform, but we're not going to say nothing about him. <laughs> See, that right there is why I need to stay on. <laughs> All right, well, you mute yourself. Q, you get your snack together. We are going to get into the new Soul Cypher song of the week from tonight's guest, Lydell Williams. This is Groove Your Body. When we return, we will be live with tonight's guest. And as always, it's the new Soul Cypher. Your body, it's me or not. 
tonight's guest on the Diva Soul Cypher, the one, the only, and pronounced correctly, <laughs> Liddell <laughs> Williams. Liddell, we got you on the line. What up, what up, y'all? Hey. Yes, sir. What's going guys? on? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? All right. It's good to have you on. Yes, sir. Good to be on. We we are very excited. Um, you got a great sound, man. Really good music you're putting out. Man, I really appreciate it. I work hard, work really hard to get get you know get that compliment from you, my brother. <laughs> well, yeah. we can tell that you're working hard, man, because T. Mitch has has had people on before that we could tell weren't working hard. You are right. clearly mm-hmm. working hard. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And it's all love too about my name, you know. You know, it's a southern thing. So, you know, I blame it on my mom. She she pronounced it that way, but it's Y for an I, Liddell. You know, so the R and B soul man, aka, you know. So. No, no, that's, that's fine, man. We we you're supposed to get names right, man. That's an yes, important sir. thing. I work really hard for it. Got to know my name. <laughs> exactly. Yes, so, sir. all right, T. Mitch, I, I know what you're getting ready to do, man. Don't worry, I got my snacks, so, you know, go right ahead. Give the intro. Give the intro. I mean, I've earned that. The intro? You tell oh, the man. Oh, of course, of course, of course. T. Mitch likes to get into <laughs> our guest's personal business. Sometimes it goes a little too far, but he's going to ask you some questions. Um, you know, if he pushes you a little too far, let him know. Because, you know, he's known to do that from time to time. Oh, good brother. I'm well safe. groomed, so I'm, I'm ready for you, T. Mitch. Okay. Good. That's right. The, yes, sir. The safe, word, the, safe, the safe word is groove. Groove. <laughs> groove is tonight's safe word. All right. So uh, first question is, is never really a question. Um, for those that, that don't know, just tell everybody a little bit musically about Liddell. Basically, man, uh, for those that don't know, from Little Rock, Arkansas, now reside in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, I've been doing music uh, full-time now since 2008. Uh, I've released two projects. Uh, the Sound of My Melodies is my third. Uh, you know, basically, like you said, man, the grind for me is just... Uh, Impeccable. I, I have a goal that I'm trying to reach, and that's really to, you know, give the world some really good music and something to live by and learn from. So uh, I take my love, I take my life, and uh, I create uh, uh, solid pieces of art to share with the world. That's, I mean, that's a little bit about me. Uh, I'm a, I'm a gifted man. <laughs> I got a, a gift of many talents. I draw, I paint, I write, I sing, I, uh, I cut hair. I do a lot of different things. So I'm just blessed to uh, have many gifts and talents. Um, but music be my first love. Yeah. Well said. Well, I am going to ask you from your unique sound. About who were your musical influences as you were coming up, the, the major ones? Wow. Well, um, I come from a large family, and so 
with that being said, me being uh, the middle of 10 kids, uh, I had the opportunity to get a little bit of my musical influence from what my mom played on a Saturday, from what my brother mm-hmm. played in his car, to what my uncle listened to as we rode around. So, uh, <laughs> like, man, it's just so many things uh, that uh, I was able to take in as a youngin'. Um, a lot of people call me an old soul for that, but, uh, uh, man, if I could start with somewhere that I really uh, love would probably be like Marvin Gaye and Johnny Hathaway. Mm. I, I, I love the fact that they were uh, in tune with themselves, number one, and in tune with uh, what it was that people needed uh, to be in tune with. So, uh, uh, Stevie Wonder... Uh, Curtis Mayfield, like, it's just so many, bro. Otis Redding, uh, Teddy P. <laughs> uh, hmm. That musical journey, but, like, I guess for me and my generation, it probably would be the, the early 95 uh, Neo Soul music, so Music Soul Child, you know, D'Angelo, hmm. Eric Badu, Jill Scott, and, you know, all the, all those early early rumors of the you know the neo soul movement man so mm-hmm. wow we like the same people yes sir and I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 really a student to the craft I'm always learning so I, I I think that's something that really sets me apart from any other artist is uh, I'm always learning new things new things and taking a lot of new things and trying to make them authentic again. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man. Okay. Well, right, T-Mitch. Since, yeah, since, since one of the one of the other gifts is, is writing, and I know, you know, Q is, is a writer himself, uh, I think my next question would be, uh, what, is your, what is your writing process? How do you go about um, penning each song? Is it, is it Solely based on experiences, are there messages that you want your listeners to to take from well, it? Um, I think it's a little bit of both, or a little bit of all the above. Um, I really just try to embody what uh, life, love, and romance bring to me. I think that's a really uh, relatable thing for everybody. Everybody has life, love, and romance a part of their lives. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just try to embody that the best way I can and share share what I feel uh, is given for me to share with you guys. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, but a tough question. So, <laughs> what what are you what are you? Well, before we get into that, just um, I want I definitely want to talk about about the album. Um, I know we can we go in depth or, or anything um, about that, but Sounds of My Melodies is just a really, the title that really speaks to what, what I think people are going to get from the album. What were your what was your thought process in, in creating the album? What were, what were you going into? What separates this album from the 2008 EP and the mixtape? Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. A plethora of things, a lot of uh, a lot of growth, uh, a lot of experiences, uh, a lot of love lost, a lot of love gained. Like, bro, it's so much. It's so much to uh, 
Man, we'll be here all day talking about that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like to say is like, yo, when when I when I first started this 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 musical journey, like I never intended on it being as big as it's gotten. Um, and then it was like, I don't know if you guys are spiritual brothers. Then it was like God sort of kind of shifted my direction in my living and in my my atmosphere. So like different things just took place to where like this was number one, and he continued to lead to like uh, 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 basically confirm to me that this is what he called me here to do, and so. Yo, I just really work hard at it uh, from that point on. Uh, but musically, I wanted people to to gravitate towards a brand new sound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not often that we uh, we hear something new. You know, I like right. the fact that we can. I like the fact that artists we all take from uh, different artists and different sounds and different artistry, but we're not making it authentic anymore. And so that like that was one major goal of the sound of my melodies, especially you know, you know me being from Little Rock. Uh, I heard you guys say a little earlier like what's in Little Rock, but it's so mm-hmm. much to offer uh, to the world. You know, it's a little spot, but uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know it's big. It's big everything in Little Rock, man. So, oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> okay. man. Yeah, man. So that's okay. Just interesting. Um, a little bit about the sound of my melodies, though, but, oh, um, now that I think about it, too, you know, over the years, you know, grooming myself for the craft, I would say, a lot of people say I sounded like certain individuals, mm-hmm. and so that was a big, that was a big goal of mine throughout this project to make sure that once you heard this project, you can never say I sound like anybody else. Uh, you may say I have similarity, but I really was working extremely hard to brand a new sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me ask you a question. Um, if you could only perform one more song in your lifetime, because you you uh, do a lot of songs that are what are the words I'm looking for that are inspired uh-huh. so if you could only perform one more song in your lifetime out of your collection which one would it be and why one song out of my collection which one would it be and why it would be it would be echoes mm-hmm. echoes being that that was a conversation I had at at a point in my life where I wanted to give up on 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 it all, and God gave me a message, and like I said, once again, clear confirmation of everything that was going to come along with this journey in order for me to become what He called me to be. So Echoes would be my last song if I could perform one song before I left it. That's a great answer. Yes, it was. I was actually just thinking to say the same thing. It really was. So I was. I was. You, you kind of. I'm not going to ask the question I was going to ask. You. 
you kind of gave part of that answer in, in talking about the album. Because, you know, like I said, like, you know, we, we talk a lot about how genuine your sound is and that classic R&B feel. So I feel like I can't, I can't let you go without having some type of, you know, back and forth real quick just on the current state of R&B and the current state of, 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 of soul music. You know, how, uh-huh. how, like, what, how, what are your thoughts on where, where R&B and where soul music are today? Well, R&B, I, I just feel like R&B is uh, different from what neo-soul is. <laughs> uh, it's really interesting uh, about how it, it should go together, but it doesn't nowadays due to uh, substance and you know, choice of song topic and uh, 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 things of that nature. You know, consciousness. Uh, you know, I think, um, I think from listening to like older tunes, they embodied uh, something to learn from, something, something to grow through, something to feel pain through, something to help you through whatever it was. Life was throwing at you my man and uh that's the only thing uh, i think is really missing from r&b now when it comes to neo soul i think uh you still have you still have a variety of artists that's uh really giving soul touching music and something to live by and uh you know i i just think it's uh it's very it's very uh powerful that we like as artists, create a platform for these younger generations to to know what love and life and romance is really about versus, you know, sex, 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 <laughs> or, you know, making your own choices and decisions. So, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about the state of R&B and Neo Soul. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, the last question that I have is, is a, a pretty, pretty simple one. Uh, just uh, w- where can people, you know, those that are listening now, where where can they find Liddell and, and Liddell music? Uh, okay, well, to start uh, would be LiddellWilliamsMusic.com. That's L-Y-D-E-L-L, WilliamsMusic.com. Instagram, the R&B Soul Man. Twitter at Liddell Williams, Facebook at Liddell Williams. Uh, the album uh, is pretty much anywhere online, any digital outlet that you could look for music. It is there, uh, very accessible to you right now. Excellent. Well, man, you survived uh, an, an interview with the two of us. It wasn't that bad, right? <laughs> Not bad at all, man. I appreciate you, brother, time, man, and having the brother on the show. Oh, of course, anytime, man. We look forward to all the big things you got going on, man, and we we will be following you and keeping That's an right. eye out and letting the people know what you're up to. Yo, y'all guys, be sure to pick up the album. It's really, it's it's really a treat. It's really of a course. treat. Yes, sir, man. All right, well, we we appreciate you being on, man. You take care and keep keep putting that good music out, man. All right, my son. Yes, sir. Y'all be blessed, yeah, man. Have a good night, man. All right, good thanks, day. man. Take care. Later. All right, well, about 30 seconds left. 
Hey. Uh, what we got next week, man? Do we know yet? Yes, we do. That we are booked into July. Um, next week we are going to be blessed with the blues, blues soul guitarist Jackie Vincent. And uh, right. we're gonna have a yeah, we're gonna have a great conversation with her about her music. Uh, music was absolutely great. Um, our producer will be back to a hundred percent, and. Uh, I'm probably going to be in Montreal doing the show, so it should be absolutely exciting. Really? You're going to be in Montreal, huh? You know, man, I, I can't talk about Aubrey and not go up there and get, try to get a view from the six. <laughs> All right, man. Well, enjoy that. Um, bring me back a McDonald's hot dog. It's one of the few places you can get one. And, um, hey... <laughs> For T. Mitch, MJ, and myself, I guess we'll, we'll be back next week when we try to do better. T. Mitch, you'll be over Niagara Falls. So for him, her, <laughs> myself, you have a good week. Enjoy this weather, and uh, we'll see you then. Good night, everybody.